welcome to the haunted ride. Ah, men, raise your weary eyes. We will be home tonight. The skies are golden, the seas calm, Poseidon has answered our prayers. Captain, look there, someone's in the water. A gentle cooling breeze brought to them a distant lullaby. The men slipped under the harmonious melody. Her haunting tone hypnotized them. Her beauty captivated them. Surely she must be the child of Aphrodite herself. She smiled, braced her palms delicately against the hull of the ship. The men rushed to her side, frantic to meet her, to give her anything she desired. Strong, glorious men of the isles, will you swim with me? A fortnight passed, and another, and another, and yet the men were never seen from again. Their women wept, their children mourned, knowing their bodies were lost forever. They had been taken by the sea's most dangerous, horrendous, glorious creature, the mermaid. Welcome to the Haunted Ride, everybody! I'm your host, Melissa. I had to do something special for the intro because this is our first mythology episode, first off. Second off, comically enough, like, we all heard tales of mermaids. I mean, freaking Disney has a little mermaid. But, like, there's not that much information about them, so I had to hit you guys with something special. So I hope you liked the intro, and I hope you weren't like, what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> so, to get into a little business before we actually get into the episode, subscribe, write a review if you can, that would be great. Send in your story. Now, currently, I, I put way too much on my plate this weekend. Work has been nuts. This weekend, I had three things to do. The first one was to research, well, well, this was the plan for this weekend. So this weekend, the true crime episode was supposed to go out, the mythology episode was supposed to go out, and then I have, um, I had an interview. Typically, when I do the research for anything, I give myself like two weeks. Because like, I've got work, I've got the podcast, all that's going on, and woo, we got the true crime episode out, super excited about that. And in the interview, my voice still works. <laughs> but there's also the, uh, last night, I was like, you know what I could do after, after this interview? I can finish updating the website because I had the choice of either roll out the new website basically last night before it hit 12 o'clock or pay for another month of the subscription service I was using, which I love that subscription service, but there's so many things I couldn't do. Even because it's, and it's not like they're cheap. I just couldn't do everything I wanted to do. So it was either roll it out or bite the bullet and wait another month. And I was like, no, like we have done, so, like I've done so much work on this. I've done so much work with making sure this like new website looks good, getting everything together, setting in new coding, like putting in like awesome features. I really want to roll this out. And then I forgot that DNS takes a while to update. So that means before everything was was pointed to one website, I now have to redirect it to another. It takes 24 to 48 hours for that to happen. So the new website is now pointed to that site. But that site is still, even though I've updated it, it's basically still pointing to the old place. The old place is now expired. So 
If you go to the website, you'll get a lovely little message that says, this website has expired. It has not expired. It is still active. Please don't freak out. It's fine. But <laughs> can't see it because it hasn't fixed yet. So so if you guys are trying to get to a website and you can't get to the website, that's why. I'm going to post something on special uh, social media. But on the bright side, like the new website looks great. I really like a lot of what's going on. Um, the blog is up. I actually posted something already and it looks nice. We got a couple other things to post. I'll have something from this episode to actually post on there. So once everything is redirected and working correctly, I will share it. It's going to be the same website address, though. It's still going to be thehauntedride.com. Just currently, thehauntedride.com isn't working <laughs> the way it should be. <laughs> but, you know. So, getting into today's episode, which I'm also slightly nervous about. This actually is going to be kind of cool, because this is going to follow in the same format that the True Crime episodes do. So that means I'm a lot more free. And just a lot more um, normally open. And that means if I find something that like f is weird beyond weirdness, I'm probably going to curse about it. Which I curse in the show every so often. But I, I've noticed with the true crime episodes is normally a little bit more. I, I don't think it's excessive. And I don't think it'll be excessive here either. But just, I don't know, in case anyone might be bothered by like more curse words than what's normally in the show that listens, I just want to give you a heads up. So to begin with, I used to think that sirens and mermaids were the same thing. Now, I love mythology, so I didn't, I never bothered to look up the science of sirens, but I was like, actually, no, they're not the same thing. I just innately knew they weren't the same thing. There's no way in the world they were the same thing, and clearly something was wrong. And I'm right, they're not. A siren is a half woman, half bird, and a mermaid is a half woman, half fish, or serpent tail-like structure on the lower half of her body. I've always wondered numerous things about that. Um, but yeah, so so that's the biggest difference between a siren and a mermaid. I'm not, and I'm not even really sure why did we lump them together in a history? Why do we call, I mean, I, I did find um, something about how it said that mermaids came from some island that was like sirenous, siren something or the other. And so that's why they lumped them together. But I don't know if that's the case. Like, why did you call them mermaids and not sirens and then find another name for this creature that's half woman, half bird? I don't know. But just to clarify, before we begin this whole thing, sirens are not mermaids. Mermaids are not sirens. Sirens are part bird. Mermaids are part fish, unless one wants to eat the other one. I think that's about the only time they're going to get together. And I couldn't find anything on record that said, yeah, they ate one another. I couldn't find it. So let's just break apart that like horrible history train, break apart that stigma. No, it doesn't happen. Not right at all. And also my sources for all of this information is Life Science, Wikipedia, Daily Mail, Wired, and Ancient Ages. So the earliest record of a mermaid was in Syria, um, which was the goddess Atargatis. And she turned herself into a mermaid after killing her human lover accidentally. So she was really distraught and she was like, I don't want to be on the land anymore. I'm going to go be a fish. I think she I think she just stayed the same, but decided to live in the sea and then was getting called out because she was so beautiful that she was like, you know, what? fuck this shit. I'm going to be a mermaid. And then she turned the lower half of her body into a mermaid, 
Which there's some speculation about that because some people actually say she turned the top half of her body into a mermaid. Like that, that her head was one thing and her body was another. And if you're sitting there saying that you are so incredibly beautiful that you and you don't want to attract anyone because you have killed your human lover and you're really upset about this. Don't get me wrong. Some people may be turned off by the fact that the lower part of your body is a fish, but you're still naked from the chest from the waist up. Some people, that's enough. So my point is, I I don't know. I don't know if I believe the story that she turned the low only the lower half of herself in the fish. I think she changed more than just that of her body. So to also kind of talk about the difference between a siren and a mermaid, I think that most people always thought sirens are evil creatures and mermaids are nice creatures. That's not necessarily the case. There are plenty of different types of mermaids, it seems. There are plenty of different times where mermaids have been great and mermaids have been horrible. And doing what I said in the beginning of the podcast, which was luring men with their hypnotic voices into sea or destroying their boats, things like that. Now, there's also a weird kind of oddity, too, because for most of the most lore has mermaids being these beautiful creatures. But there are some some lores which have them being absolutely hideous. So I don't know if if it's more like a true nature thing, kind of like a Turgatis did. She changed her appearance to appear less attractive and not end up getting someone, uh, you know, killing someone else because they found her attractive and, and appealing. So I don't know if perhaps in that same way, if we were to go with that myth, that mythological story that mermaids have the ability to change their hideous nature to a beautiful one just to further attract people depending on what it is they're wanting to do in british folklore they view mermaids as being unlucky and complete disasters so they um they they're very big on like they cause storms they're bad like there is no, like, they're, they're one of the groups who feel that mermaids cannot be good whatsoever. Whereas in America, there are tons of stories where, like, oh, a man fell in love with a, a mermaid or carried her out to sea or women found a mermaid and it didn't hurt them. Like, there's tons of stories like that where they basically act like mermaids are your friends. <laughs> like, I remember there used to be a, a movie about a mermaid who, like, save someone's life or something like that on the Disney channel, which I mean, of course it's Disney, so it can't be that horrible, but uh, yeah, there was there that, I think that was a lot of the earliest perceptions of mermaids were if you're going to believe in this thing, like, of course it's sweet and friendly and great. It's like the, it's like a, it's, it's like your friendly human cattle cart that you find, find out in the sea. However, if you do think of mermaids as like a real thing, and you would look at them as being human to a degree. I mean, don't we have, like, good humans and bad humans? Like, humans that do good things, humans do bad things, humans that are more defined and um, more predisposed to do something good than predisposed to do something bad and vice versa. I mean, it kind of, it kind of, for me, as I was reading the stories, it would make sense that they can be anything they want to be. That's just my thought process. They can be whatever they want. So mermen, on the other hand, um, their earliest records were back in Mesopotamian, Mesopotamian artwork. 
Um, so technically, they actually were around earlier than mermaids. Even though mermaids are more popular now, mermen were first, according to artwork and things like that. The god Ea, uh, he was said to be half serpent and he's the god of the oceans. He is associated with wisdom, magic, incantations, arts, crafts, and civilization. And um, people believe that he created humanity out of clay. So in one particular story, Enil, which was kin to Ea, decided to destroy Ea's children, humans, with a flood because their noise prevented him from sleeping. That is the most hilarious thing I think I've read in mythology. He was just like, you know what? Your fucking children keep me up at night and I'm sick and tired of this shit. If you don't get them to shut up, I'm going to kill them all. Like, that's so nice, really. So, Ia was like, mm, I don't think so. And he tasked Atrahasis to create an ark so humanity could escape the destruction. Sound familiar? Just gonna leave that there. Mermen, actually, very interestingly, separate from their mermaid counterparts, are actually supposed to be rumored to have powers to create storms, to sink ships, and drown sailors, so they don't sing um, for these sailors. They just go, ah, hey dude, alright, bye, Psh, you're done. So they, they just KO them. However, in Greek mythology, Thessaloniki, which was King Alexander's sister, was turned into a mermaid after her death. So she then started swimming the oceans. Upon encountering sailors, she would ask if King Alexander was alive. And if they gave her a specific answer, then okay, great, cool. They're good and allowed to go. But if they gave her an answer that she didn't like, she would create a storm and kill him. I find it very interesting that in mythology, killing people is perfectly okay. The Blue Men of the Minch. So I found a story about, uh, it's, a, it's actually local lore in the outer Hebrides of the coast of Scotland, which Scotland apparently is really into merfolk. They appear in human form, as so they look like normal human people from the waist up, minus the fact that they have blue skin and gray beards. When the weather is well and everything is great, the men float and they will actually be asleep on or just below the water, which I'm sorry, that's a terrifying thought process. That you're just like, you know, let's say you're fucking kayaking through like something and you just find like a whole sea of blue people who are asleep. Like that would, it would look like they're dead. Like that's, that's disturbing. <laughs> if they're not asleep, they will challenge the captain of the ship to a rhyming contest. And if he's of quick wit and cunning enough, really, uh, then he'll be fine. If not, the men will wreck his ship and drown him, basically by either trying to capsize it or just whatever, basically, they can do to make you die at sea. And then in the Orkney Islands in Scotland, they have the legend of the Finfolk. Finfolk can shapeshift so they can live on land or water. Sort of think about it as, like, Ariel from The Little Mermaid when she goes from being... A mermaid to having fins or I'm sorry having legs that sort of change they're supposed to be able to make this change whenever they want they punish sailors or they can calm the seawaters to help them cross so this also continues along with that whole story of 
they can be good or they can be bad. Like, there's no set in stone thing about them, and it seems to be depending on where you encounter them. They may ask people to do a favor for them, and if they do the favor, the finfolk will pay them in copper coins, but never silver because they love silver. They're known to have families, so they'll have women and children. Now, I say that because it seems like finfolk are typically more male. Their daughters are known to be mermaids. So I think, I was sort of confused by that, but I think what they're saying is that the males can sh- can shift from mermen, essentially, to to humans, but the females cannot. However, they are known to kidnap children sometimes, and if they kidnap them, they don't kill them. They just keep them in their homes forever. So a couple stories of people who have seen mermaids. Christopher Columbus said that he saw three mermaids on his voyage. Captain John Smith of Jamestown apparently saw a mermaid, and this is described in the book Incredible Mysteries and Legends of the Sea by Edward Snow. In 1430, in the Netherlands, some girls were running around in a boat after some destruction that happened. They apparently found a mermaid. In Fukuga, Japan, we're, we're going to say that's right. I'm pretty sure that's, that does not sound right to me. <laughs> but let's just, for, for my benefit, let's just hope it is. I'm so sorry if it's not and anyone listens and knows how to pronounce this. I'm so sorry. There is apparently a temple that is said to house the remains of a mermaid that washed ashore in 1222. So pretty old, actually. And that would be kind of interesting if there was the remains of a mermaid, because how is it preserved? Like, that would be, that would be an amazing find. In 2009, there was a story of a mermaid sitting in Kirat, Yam, Israel. And that was actually published in some articles. So... There, there was a lot of information about that. There was even a reward if someone could take a photograph with the mermaid. But the thing is, like, even if you could do that, it would still just be ridiculed. It's kind of just like if you took a, a picture with an alien. You know it's an alien. Mr. Alien knows it's an alien, as far as what we call it. But someone who looks at the picture is going to be like, that's photoshopped. Or you just had someone dress up in a suit. Or... You know, that's, they're just going to disprove it. So I think it's interesting that they were willing to pay a million dollars to the person who did this. But at the end of the day, it would just be, people would just ridicule the person and and say it was disproven if they did get an actual picture with this mermaid. Um, And in 2012, there was an article in Zimbabwe which said that mermaids were getting in the way of constructing reservoirs. And it was, it was originally one reservoir, but then people started coming forward and going, oh, no, 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 it's a whole bunch of other ones. I was really interested because in Zimbabwe, mermaids are more like water spirits. The way to appease them is to get to bring them beer, which I thought was really interesting. Like, really, really interesting. So, that's all I have for you guys. There's not, honestly, like, I could find more about vampires, unicorns, fairies than I could about mermaids. Because I think, I think what happened is, I feel like there was tons of other information but then that information was just taken and thrown in the garbage, basically, because of... I remember there was this one thing where someone said, oh, I found I found a skeleton of a half-mermaid, half... like a half-human, half-fish, and it was like... it looked like a child, actually. And people were just like, no, someone just suit, uh, like had sewn this together. And then a lot of people started playing hoaxes of 
taking pictures of mermaids, but but it's clearly like it's not a mermaid. They just photoshopped it or had someone dressed up or something. And so any like with the gods and goddesses, no one's ever said I took a picture of a god and goddess. So those are kind of like our legendary things. They're they're kind of just like there or a dragon or something. But because someone did this with mermaids, I feel like all the credible sources and information and things like that about mermaids kind of just was put to the wayside because so many people came forward and were saying like, oh yeah, I've got a picture of a mermaid. Oh yeah, I've got this. Like, oh, whatever. It was just an elaborate hoax. They, it was not a picture of a mermaid. And they, and they finally said like, yeah, no, I was just screwing with you guys. Sorry. And they sort of ruined the whole legend and the myth, which really sucks because I believe in everything, which means that I actually do believe in mermaids. Reason being, there the majority of the sea has not been searched. We can't get to so many things. There's no real way to say that this doesn't exist. Like there really isn't. We haven't explored every inch of the sea. We haven't explored every inch of the seabed. We're still finding new things every single day. So who knows? Maybe you know, 100 years, 150 years from now, we're going to find some report of a legitimate mermaid that will not be a hoax, that will not be photoshopped, that will not be apparently sewn together. But she still can't believe somebody took the time to do that. So you don't know. Like, you never, you never really know. Now, also, the reason why mermaids became so interesting and so popular was because of Disney's Little Mermaid. Now... <laughs> There is, I don't, I'm not sure if this is the original. I'm not sure where the fuck this came from. But all of a sudden, in my research, I happened upon this article, which is the translation of The Little Mermaid from Hans Christian Andersen. Now, I will share it on social media, and I will share it on the website and everything. It's sort of, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good length. It's a solid length. I started reading it, and I'm not sure if it's the translation or what. I, I mean, it, you can understand it from the translation, but it seems sort of almost rudimentary as a story, uh, like how it's written. There's a lot of repeating things. So I'm not sure if someone will actually like really want to read it. But the changes between this story and the story of, of Disney is very, very big. People die. People want to stab other people. It's very violent. So, if you're into that, click the link. That's all I've got for you guys. It's a short episode. Let's see. Something good that I've learned. I learned how... I think I sort of just feel like I get to learn more about myself whenever I feel like I get in these moments where I feel like I should be overwhelmed. And I just keep going. They always say that you learn who you are in moments of chaos. But chaos can be anything. It doesn't have to be disaster or grief. It can just be feeling overwhelmed. If you make a promise, do you keep it? If, I, if I'm to the point that I can't do an episode because for my mental health, it's not going to be okay. And my emotional health, like, I'm going to skip a week and I'll let you guys know that in advance. Because I have to take care of myself. If I'm not here, there's no episodes. That's just what it boils down to. I think sometimes breaking things down into these, like, simplistic ways of just little statements. Like, if you don't take care, like, that statement, if you don't take care of yourself, who will? I kind of hate and love that statement at the same time. Because it's like, okay, you're right. If I don't take care of myself, who's going to do it? 
But I feel like sometimes that statement could also be looked at as like saying, okay, well, you can't ask for help because no one's going to help you. And that's not true. So I think sometimes it's just like looking at your limits and are you at it? Can you, do you feel comfortable exceeding it? Do you feel like in this situation you should exceed it? And if not, like, what do you want to do? Like, it's a lot of like life, I feel like, especially in moments where you feel overwhelmed, which I felt overwhelmed about this weekend and about these episodes. And I was just really scared. I wasn't going to be able to get them out and stuff like that. And I had to stop and I was like, this is fun for me. It shouldn't be overwhelming. What am I overwhelmed about? Like, what am I concerned about? And if I feel that way, like, don't do an episode. Don't half-ass an episode because it's going to show. And it's and you're going to feel horrible and you're just going to have to fucking do it over again. So don't half-ass it. Either do it because you feel comfortable doing it or let it go for now. And, you know, skip a week and come back and do it the next week. But... I guess that's just my thing for everyone, is just figure out what you're comfortable with. And if you're not comfortable with something, it's okay to back off, or it's okay to push yourself. But you're the only one who can say that. Just don't hurt yourself. I think, like, that's the most important. Don't hurt yourself. Because that's, you're, you're, there's only one of you in this world. And if you drive yourself into an early grave with stress and worry and all these things, you're going to miss out on so much. So don't do it. But I hope you guys ended up liking this episode. I'm still really nervous about it. I don't know how I feel about it. And I think I'll feel better about it once I listen to it um, when I'm editing and stuff like that. And I can mess around with it and stuff. But just take care of yourself. Have a good day. Have a good week. We will be back with our typical Supernatural episodes next week and hopefully the site will be up tomorrow or the next day it'll be updated we'll see and if you guys go to the site i hope you like the changes it shouldn't it doesn't really look all that different not um there's like subtle changes and subtle differences especially like on mobile it looks amazing um where before it didn't look as great and there's some things that are just edited and more information and it just opens up the door for me to be a little bit more interactive with you guys, I think. And there's also going to be one other thing that's in there. The host that we're on now, it allows me to have members. On Patreon, there's, there's a tier where you're able to be what's called a key contributor. Basically, what'll happen from here on out once the website's up and everything's done is if you're a part of Patreon and you are at a tier where the key contributor is active, I will send you an email from your email address. You will get the email that says, hey, you're allowed to be a member of this. You'll make a sign on and everything. And then there will be a basically just like a community page where you can post stuff. You can ask questions. It's just going to be it's going to be a really great thing. And as we get more people who are there, it's going to be really nice. If that's something that sounds exciting to you, hop on over to Patreon and donate and I will send you an email. Apart from that, I hope you guys just take care, stay safe, have a good one, have a good week. And as 